You ever think about quitting? It's the combat of life hammering the snot out of you. Well, stand by, dig in deep, and get ready to get fired up with us. Welcome to the Team Never Quit Podcast, the number one podcast that inspires you to fight on. I'm your host, David Rutt Rutherford, here with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. Our mission is to help you embrace the suck of life, to teach you the values of working your ass off, and to interview the most hard-charging people on planet Earth. We know life is hard. It's time for you to suck it up, buttercup, and let us teach you to persevere in every environment imaginable by sharing real-world lessons learned by those who never quit. That's right. It's time, Marcus, for us to help them defeat the well, negative you insurgency me up, in their you lives. Fire me up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. Let's roll. I think I'm going to start this one out with a big doozy right now. Are you ready? Go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, when I hear that, Marcus, what happens? Fired up. I get fired up. The patriotic <laughs> fire up. Fired up. Oh, which yeah. is- that's, it, that's a big one right it's there. It's deep, man. Yeah. I mean, you think about what it was like back in the day when you were rolling around all jocked up with your kid on, with your Texas flag on your helmet, with your, your American flag on your shoulder. Man, it's the reason why we do what we do, right? Sure. It's the reason why we get so fired up never to quit in life there, wizard, because of that pride in what our country represents, because of that pride in how awesome America is. Yeah. That gets me going, dude. It makes me never want to quit on this country. And so I think today's, you know, today's show on it's the a, team It's kind of under that guidance that produces man we're going to have on here today, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean that, you know, when you let that get into your heart, that idealism, right? Yeah, if you're looking for something to climb into that'll guide you. Boom. That's all I got to say right Never there. I've never seen anybody go the wrong way on that. There have been people who've gone down negative paths of of political uh, influence and power. We yeah, well, see that. You just totally missed what I was trying to say. Well, help I, me understand. Yeah, somebody who steps on the path of goodness, godness, and country, and faith, and stuff like that, man, it's hard. I never, if somebody follows that like our next guest does, I don't really get twisted out to where you you do something where you, it affects people in a negative way. And that's a great point, man. If you can put lock that into your, ha- your and heart. I, that's, I think that, I mean, a lot of people can't lock all of that in. That That's what I'm saying. And that's, that's why. My, that was what I'm saying. I don't, people who have locked most of that in like he has, I don't, I've never seen anybody go down the bad path with that. Well, well hopefully our listeners are hearing you. Yep. And they're hearing you loud and clear. Because the reason. I never really thought about it like that till. Just now. And I'll tell you what, that's profound. And our listeners, they're they're hearing that, and they're going, you know what? Oh, my gosh, I'm searching for that never-quit mindset. I'm searching. That's why you're back listening to the show. And if you're a first-time listener, you're here for a reason, too. You're here to have that fire in your gut ignited, to find that idealism, to find that purpose in your life. And that's our mission. That's why Marcus and I... Or this is the only thing you can get to play on your... (laughs) <laughs> Either way, we got you. <laughs> I just always try to look at it from my perspective. You know what I mean? The whole time you were saying that, I was in my head. I was like, no. I was I, I'm, ta- I'm talking to the dude who accidentally scr- got on this. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> the Joker who accidentally got on this and was like, what the? Guys, what is this? It's the only guy. Right? The dude if is you're sick. that guy, me and you are going to get along famously. That You need to stick around because I'm that guy. <laughs> I accidentally, just because of whatever random purpose on life, get into these great situations and hear these great stories and experience life in a great way. A lot of times, I mean, you call, you call it whatever you want by accident, by chance, by faith, by guidance, by sheer determination, whatever, whatever you're, whatever, however you roll, right? Because right. everybody's different. And everybody's I mean, different. I use all of those. I roll on all those depending on the day and what we're doing. I've divided myself up like that. Man, these psychiatrists got to have a field day with me one day. I think, <laughs> I think you'd break them, brother. <laughs> I think you'd break them. Well, listen, welcome to the Team Never Quit I, podcast. Multiple personalities <laughs> is a benefit to me. <laughs> multiple attitudes. <laughs> call, call whatever it's said. That's semantics. <laughs> Well, welcome to the Team Never Quit Podcast. If you, uh, we're, we're, we're so stoked to have you. I'm David Rutherford here with Mr. Never Quit himself, Marcus Luttrell. If you want to know more about why we're doing this, what we're doing, the reason is because it's our mission to ignite that fire in your gut so you too can go out and discover all the things that we're sharing with you so you can have your great Never Quit story. You know, our motto here at Team Never Quit Podcast is great stories ignite legends. And we're going to have, in our opinion, uh, one one of those on here today and because he's he stood up for what he believes in he stood up for for uh what he cares about which is america and that's a beautiful thing so and i and hopefully you'll feel some of that i mean i know you're gonna feel when somebody's that's their passion what that's the love that drives them is their country purpose you know you know exactly who that is when you talk about them right they 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 shine in my mind all right, so the way this show works, if you've never had it, and by the way, if you want to learn also more, go to teamneverquit.com forward slash podcast so you can see who we are, what we do, check out our, our, we got a great store with a bunch of cool merchandise and get yourself a Team Never Quit podcast coffee mug or t-shirt, right? And, or check out if you work for an organization or you have a, a company that's really fired up, uh, you know, to bring in some never quit mentality, check out our team, the Team Never Quit Speakers Bureau, which you'll dig. If you got a gun, check out Team Never Quit Ammunition. Great uh, ammunition that's out there. Um, but for us, man, go listen to the other shows and be inspired to change, to get off off the couch and to go out, take the adventure to become passionate about something that's going to change your life. Now, the way the show runs down is we introduce the show like this, and then we, we talk about a great person or moment in history that is tied to the person that we're bringing on. We bring that person on. We put them through the mad minute. They give you a, a heavy dose of motivation and purpose and drive, something that is going to ignite you towards your never-quit mindset, and then we wrap that show but if you want to know the nitty-gritty, don't forget to go back to that website at tnqpodcast.com to see the after-actions report of our guests, the how-to, how they go about every day of their life living out that never quit. So, Marcus, I got a doozy for you today, the historical doozy that's relevant to our future guests. Are you ready? Uh, All right. The man is Mr. Samuel Adams himself. All right. Now, a lot of people have heard of John Adams, the president, and uh, maybe you've seen the documentary on there uh, on HBO about Adams. Maybe you've read the book, uh, his biography about Adams. That did real well. But what we're talking about is Sam Adams and not we're not going to have a discussion about beer, although it's 
<laughs> Marcus wants to know, is it is it an American lager or is it a Boston lager? I, I think for it's Americans. Boston lager for Americans. That, that's what it is. on. But that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the man himself. Now, why is he so relevant in our world, Marcus? And I'm going to tell you why. In my opinion, it's because here's a guy that stood up for what he believed in, right? And the, the reason why the colonials were over here was escape that persecution of the, of the British. And what really galvanized this guy was the unnecessary taxes that British was bestowing on the colonies at the time. And in particular, the one event that really stands out and is really kind of, I'd say, the pivot moment of America, one of the men, one of the originals, was the Boston Tea Party, right? Yep. The Dutch East India Trading Company had come in. They were selling cheaper tea. The Brits didn't dig it. So they're going to start taxing the heck out. Blind, yeah. Taxation without representation. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine, and you ain't going to get yours because I control everything. I'm the all-powerful Oz, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hammer the little guy. Right. So what's great about Sam Adams is is here's this guy that really was passionate about you know what he stood for, and he was able. You know, if you're not familiar with the guy, the one of the thing is that once the Revolutionary War kicked off after this, the 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 Tea Party, which is what he's famous for, right? Now, you know, it's a lot of people, historians dispute what of his relevance was. But I, you know, I like to believe that he was the guy that cobbled together the early resistance to fight that taxation without representation and really spawn. He was the energy, the motivation, the drive. He was the passion that inspired other people from that town of Boston to say, you know what? We're going to throw off the shackles of repression, the shackles of a foreign government or whatever, and we're going to stand up for what we believe. And then the catalyst was. You know, these cats is 30 to 130 dudes throwing all this tea into Boston Harbor as an act of defiance, man. And I think our guest that's getting ready to come on, he's doing that now. And he certainly faced a tremendous amount of adversity based on his beliefs in his career and his profession and in his life. And I think, you know, once he comes on, I, I'm just really looking forward to today's guest, aren't you? Absolutely. I mean, to, to, to correlate Sam Adams to, to who who we got, who. We're bringing on here, man, is just an American, right? I mean, true American, right? Through and through. Born here, raised up here, had to go through all the trials and tribulations of living in them t in those times. In them times, I'm I'm smart about it. <laughs> I like the way you put it, though. I, I think our, I think uh, our listeners uh, love uh, the way you put yeah, it, brother. We got, we got some rednecks, man. <laughs> yeah. I got a real good buddy, man, named Michael Barry. He has a radio, show. fantastic. I'm probably one of the best. Vocals. I listen to him to learn how to speak too. Right. Not learn right. how to speak. <laughs> to help you with your elocution. Right. For my public speaking. To learn how to speak, I listen to Michael Barry. He does a real. That's quite an accolade, Michael, right, if you right. heard that right and now. When he goes to work uh, and he gets on the radio and he gets fired up, he'll, he'll, he starts talking about his guests in their voice and, like, well, Michael. I tell you what, I'm just scared of that. And that sounds just scary. like him. Just, just like him. Because yeah. I listen to the show every day, every morning while I'm working out, man. Yeah. Lens perspective. It lends perspective. He's highly intelligent redneck. Well, he <laughs> isn't yeah. that a contradiction in terms? That's the beauty about us. Everyone thinks that it is, but it's not. <laughs> right, right. Most, most of us country folk are damn smart. 
Well, because we have to go to school. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. We don't drop out. We got to go. Yeah, you, the whole time. Yep. Grandma's around. <laughs> She'll beat that ass. <laughs> you know, sheriff whip you if you get out of line. Where there is no I, truancy in the country. I know where you're at. <laughs> and there's nobody living out here. We, it's a small town. You know when someone's absent. When Billy Bob is right. not in school. And when all the guys who run together are absent. <laughs> oh, we're not all sick. To, I mean, we may be sick together, but we're all, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Absolutely. Well, listen, what what are we talking about? We were talking about Sam Adams, his relationship to our guest coming on. Oh, yeah. Well, we went down one. That's a rabbit hole, brother. That's a big rabbit hole. (laughs) Bottom line is living American dream, right? Let me just read, Marcus. I I got where you're going, but let me read a quote to to introduce our next quote. This this quote is not from him, but it's from Sam Adams. But it introduces our our guest in a a good way. This is a Sam Adams quote. Here, Here it goes. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Now that that's profound. And the guy who's coming on right now, I'm incredibly uh, Did you hear that? That was awesome. <laughs> well, when you think about a brush fire in your brain, right? And, and what you're that means. You're going to pay attention to that, right? You're going to pay attention. It's going to get your undivided attention. <laughs> when your brain is burning with desire to make sure that you're living a purposeful life, you're dialed in. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything. So, you know, here's what we need to do. Let's get that guy on right now. Yeah. I'm so privileged to, to welcome Colonel Allen West to the show. All right, Marcus. I, I tell you what, I woke up this morning and I had this burning thing, this burning feeling down below. Not that kind of burning feeling, but dinner, it was dinner it, last it, night. It was no, not that kind of burning. It was that it, that excitement that you know comes out of my heart that starts digging deep and starts letting me up. My hair catches on fire, man, because I was so fired up with who we got on today. I can't even tell you this guy is one of my favorite human beings that's out there in in front of the public eye. He's one of my favorite guys out there that that that's standing tall for what America believes in, and the fact that we got him on this show. It's just, I mean, my heart is like, I'm going at a thousand miles an hour right now. I know. Now. You were talking about when we were drawing up the list and who we were going to bring on. And I, and I said our short list. I said, well, these are the guys that I look up to. I, I mean, and, I have contact with, I've met, I know personally. And, um, you know, he's a real humble guy. He's going to probably self-deprecating sometimes no. when he says about all that. But, I mean, he, he, he is... Somebody he's, that I look up to, all his accomplishments and what he's done, he's you know no no bullshit. Well, too. that's the best part about it. You that's know? what I love too. So so well, I, you know I don't want to wait a second longer to bring him on. I mean he uh, you know this guy's amazing. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I want to welcome to the Team Never Quit podcast, Mr. Colonel Allen West himself. Colonel, thank you for coming on air with us. Oh, dudes, come on. This is awesome. This is great. Anytime I get a chance to be harassed by a Navy SEAL, <laughs> you have no idea. It's just beginning. Every, every day, every year, I, you know, everything, I've just been drawing these notes down for this one moment. Every little quip, everything I've ever heard. <laughs> we're, we're finally going to take some shots <laughs> at a colonel. At a colonel. <laughs> Make sure you aim good. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> aim small, miss small, uh, sir. Yeah, aim right. small, miss small. Because you know, if we uh, miss, yeah. it's going to come back like a hurricane. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I know I'm going to get pummeled. I'll be. <laughs> 
If you can get Marcus and I in the leaning rest today, sir, it's going to be an epic day. Right? <laughs> oh, I got my weight. I know, I know. The thing about it is, you know, the colonels, they're just as good and not better than we are because they have to deal with us every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. All right. So, sir... You know, what we do on the show when we get people on is, you know, the, the, the whole pretense is to get you on and share your greatest never quit story or stories in your life and how that, you know, how you've been influenced, how you got it, how you made it through. Uh, and but also before we get into that, we like to get warmed up, right? We're, we're, we're all yeah. about training and PT and all that. But on this show, it's all about getting your brain warmed up. We want to start pushing, stretching out that prefrontal cortex. We want to start firing those neurons, get that neuroplasticity stretched out. So what we do is we're going to start with a mad minute. And, and I'm sure you've given a mad minute in your life in certain different situations, but this is your different kind of mad minute, right, Marcus? I mean, this is a whole different kind of mad minute. Right. All right, incoming. All right, here it comes. All right. So the first question to get the ball rolling is, what city were you born in? Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Southern boy. And you can always tell someone that is truly from Atlanta because if they say A-T-L-A-N-N-A, they're from there. Atlanta. If they say Atlanta, they're from somewhere Somewhere else. Important. Important. And from the South, you can actually tell where someone is or where they're from by that, just what he explained. The sound. All right, go ahead, Marcus. The one question you would ask an astronaut one question I would ask the astronaut. If no uh, if no why? one was around, if no one was around <laughs> and the one question you would ask an astronaut. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's perfect. I kinda, that's I great. Like terra firma. <laughs> Why in the hell? Especially that last cat who was up there for like a year. I mean, I, I just want to yeah. ask that Carl, that's like the per why, dude. All right. Why? All right, next question. If you could pick any decade in the history of man to live in, what decade would it be? Oh, that's easy. Uh, I would want to be uh, 490 BC. I'd want to be right there with Leonidas. Oh man, okay. that's one of the, that's awesome right Warrior, there. Yeah. That's right. awesome. Favorite superhero? Batman. <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> I love it. All right, next question. If you had to fight one, who would you choose? Han Solo or Indiana Jones? If I had to choose one of those? To fight, yep. Hmm. Probably Han Solo. Yeah, he was a wuss, I think. I think yeah. I, yeah. All right. <laughs> what character in what movie would you want to play out in real life? Oh, shoot. That, already, that's, that's easy. Yeah, you already I mean, named that one. Could, <laughs> if, if, if I could have been a, uh, a part of the 54th Massachusetts, oh, man. I could have, you know, and, and because that movie, Glory, I still cry today. So, you know, actually, it, it would be a toss-up between that and Spartacus. That's yeah, cool. I was like, he answered that question already, right? I, I got to tell you, the first the Civil gates. War movie I ever saw was Cry Freedom, and I swear to God, sir, I was bawling my eyes out, too. I was a young kid. And just yeah. the, 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 the pride that they had every single day, it was infectious, man. It really yeah. was a beautiful movie. I dig it. That's a great answer. All right, last question for you. What's your greatest achievement in life? Being an American. Awesome. 
I, I, I mean, the blessings of being, you know, born here in this great country, the blessings of, you know, having a dad who served in World War II, a mother who served 25 years civilian service to a Marine headquarters in Atlanta, um, they, they, I can't think of anything else. I mean, when I wake up every day and, and know that I am here, it's, it's a blessing, but it is also an achievement because we have to fight to make sure that we earn that title every day. Oh, well, you're a patriot. Heck yeah. A true patriot. patriot. Now, yeah, true now patriot. if you, now, please, guys, l- let me tell you something. Do not let my wife hear this podcast because if I didn't say marrying her or whatever, I am so freaking screwed. Oh, don't worry. We covered down on all that. Most likely, pretty, chances are with the size of, uh, of people that are following you and following Marcus, there's only about probably going to be about 3 million people that might hear yeah, this I'm show. So, yeah, yeah, you're done. Uh-huh. You're done. All right, well, okay. all right, well. <laughs> Here, we'll, we'll add this last question, and I, I like asking people this one anyways. If you could sing any song better than the artist who sings it at a halftime Super Bowl show, what, what song would it be? I would sing Pink Floyd Comfortably Not. Oh, I love you! I love you! Are you kidding me? That just floored me. That, dude. He was ready for that. Uh, it's almost like he knew you were going to ask him. You know what that means? It's like he's uh, he's actually seen himself song. doing it. I, I have a song like that too. You know, every guy does. Where you've seen yourself singing it that good somewhere. Well, oh, so just last summer, sir, I was I was pacing one of my good buddies from the teams, guy named Nick Ox owns Paleo Treats, and he was it was his third year running the Leadville 100. And I paced him for about 30 in it. And our the song we sang, other than our buds' cadence songs was comfortably numb it was weird it was bizarre but when you're up there in the middle of the night it's freezing you're out he's been up for 20 straight hours it just seems like the best song in the world that blew me away holy cow wow well all right all right all right so let's shift i gotta regain my my center there on that i i I never in my my wildest dreams would have figured that i like colonel i love you buddy all right all right so (laughs) all right so Every, when people come and tune into the, the Team Never Quit podcast, it's for one reason and one reason only, because they want to hear great stories that will ignite them to do amazing things. And so before we get into all the other backstories and all that, if you could, sir, could you just share your greatest never quit story with us? Well, you know, in, in life is all about never quitting. I mean, you, you know, you have opportunities where Marcus, you know, answered an incredible opportunity where he didn't quit. But I think that if we go through our life, we, we see all of those different uh, moments that shaped us into who we are. You know, having been brought up in the inner city and you have those influences that could have taken you a different way, you know, instead of working hard, instead of studying and everything, you know, you could have quit. You could have hung out with all the rest of the chuckleheads that were there but then you would have gone down a different path when you're in combat when you're leading you know you're leading troops uh i mean all of those points but i will tell you that probably the 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 moment where it, it was a never quit that has you know been a defining moment for me and you guys know the action that i took in iraq in 2003 awesome. when you know i used my service nine millimeter to kind of persuade a guy to provide information for us and you know I, I reported myself on that and when you're standing there and you you hear charges being read against you when you hear someone say the united states against you know versus Oof. alan west you know, that's a point where you can just fold, you know, your, the flag. You can, you know, 
you know, bring up the white flag and, and say, you know, it's time to quit. But no. And, and, and so I, you pray to God and you ask him to reveal to you what this moment, uh, what am I supposed to get out of this moment? And uh, I'll never forget, you know, sitting there in the Article 32 hearing in uh, one of Saddam's, you know, palaces there in Crete <laughs> at the uh, hearing and being asked by the attorney, you know, if this were to be done all over again, would you take the same action? And I gave a response that was just part of my core and, and who I am, and I think that's the, the never quit moment. And I didn't realize how big that response would be back here in the United States of America. But, you know, I just said, if it's about the safety and the lives of my men, I'll go through hell with a gasoline can. Awesome. And, and so I think that that, without a doubt, was the, the never quit moment for me that has, you know, defined where I am today. Uh, look, you, you know that all will we support you to the ground. I mean, you you call we haul. That's what you did, and that's the part about the. And we can go down that this rabbit hole. No, that's no. It. Well, I mean, it's long and, and and deep. But when it comes to combat, you're in a situation, especially when things start going bad. And and the way you have to look at it is the American public and all the training that you put into into him the life's work right it's like the the doctor you don't question him when you're on the table or anything like that and especially in combat because it's the purest form of anything anything and when you got american lives in there it, it's hey look you know we're not murderers rapists or, or or robbery right the three r's we don't mess around with that it, absolutely which, you gotta make, which our enemy are all doing oh, yeah, all the time right and i mean if you're not over there in the situation, that's the toughest part about it, man. You're judging him for something that you don't have any idea what went down. You don't know the emotions, yeah. if it was cold, if it was hot, what the smell was like, because all of that has comes into it, right, Colonel? I mean, the, you and I have each been fortunate enough to be, be in situations like that where you're like, hey, I got to make a call here, and would it be the right one? No, but you know, right now I need God to look away. I need everybody to look away because in order for me to get through this, I'm going to have to turn into something that, that it goes against – you know, every what, fiber what, of what, what you're told, what, what, amen. No, 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 not what, what we, we are, what everybody thinks that we are. Well, and I, you know, you had to go to that point. Absolutely. And, you know, you yeah. come back and be judged about it. You're like, all right, fine. You know what? I did. I, I had to make a judgment call right there. You guys make one. I'm a man. I'm taking it. Let's go. And, and he stuck to it. Right. I mean, obviously. Yeah. That, and that's the key thing. And, and so, you know, it was it was it. Was it easy to be, you know, separated, taken away from, you know, the men that I deployed with, you know, almost 600 into that combat zone? I mean, it hurt to the core. But the thing is that you you got to continue to fight, and you know even to today, you know when you stand up and and you, you know you use your voice and the platform that I've been so blessed to have, it's it, you you just can't quit. And I recall that you know when I lost the uh, congressional election back in 2012. I mean. You know, you had the whole world, you know, weighing down on you. You know, you had a Republican Party in Florida that redistricted you out of the district you represented. You had, you know, I was the number one target against the Democrats. And so maybe some people will say, hey, you lost this congressional race, you know, just just go away. No, you, you never quit. You, If you truly believe in the oath that you took to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same, you don't quit. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in uniform, if you're out of uniform, it doesn't matter if you're butt freaking naked. You continue <laughs> to fight. Well, it's not uh, a lie. Because, it's because it's not a line to you. It's, we, we, it's we're real. We're not talking about this. It's, it it, it makes so up real. what you are. It's it's a it's a part of you. It's not something that you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'll say that, I'll say the pledge, or I'll do this, and it 
and you don't know what it means, man, you know what's behind that, and then that's mm-hmm. a, that makes everything clearer to me when you when you when you're doing what you are. Oh, for sure. You know, and and what 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 what's just amazing to me is that here you go, you're in the midst of battle, you're totally focused on supporting your men, you did what you did, then all of a sudden everything in your life shifted. And you now you're at the you're at that board and they, now you're out of the military, you're teaching high school, then you're like, you know what, I'm gonna keep serving. And then you're in that Congress and then they attack, then you get attacked again by powers that be that don't want you to succeed at win what you believe in. How does that, I mean, do, do, do you now recognize that maybe your, you know, what you really stand for, that that's under attack now, Colonel? Well, of course you do. I mean, the very fabric of this constitutional republic. And, you know, there's a great saying that you only take flack when you're over the target. <laughs> so, you know, as it, as it says in James chapter one, I, I count it all joy Amen. when, you know, these trials and tribulations and things of this nature come before me because then I find where my true strength really is. And, and I truly do know, you know, when people call me names, look, and you get, you know, let's see, Uncle Tom, Oreo, sellout, house inward, oh, wow. uh, white man's porch monkey. I mean, all of these things, you know, I just have to laugh because, you know, <laughs> You know, here we are, you know, you and I, we've been through the crucible of combat. Now, you have these little slack-jawed, weenie chuckleheads that think that calling me a name is going to make me, you know, back Power down. and fear or something. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> after everything that we've been through, and when you when people start turning it inside out and all it is is red, all right, we, that's the beauty about going through and being raised the way we did. And, uh, we don't. I don't see it. You can't see in color. All right? no. It's about the man standing right yeah. to the next. The when you got people that flows through your doing heart. that, the way I look at them, I'm like, hey, look, man, I'm so far past you that uh, name calling doesn't even. Re- I mean, I, you know, we're, we got thick skin anyways. Yeah. I mean, you you yeah. can make that comment because you don't have any idea what you're talking about. It uh, inspires me. Yeah, little one. You know, yeah. go back to it does. doing whatever. It, 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 inspires, it inspires you to never quit because what it shows is that they are not arguing with you on principle. They're not arguing you about the, the stance that you're taking. They realize that they cannot win the debate, and so what they try to do is to attack you, or you personally or attack your character. But when you're confident in who you are, like I said, the, the greatest achievement for us is, is being Americans. The greatest achievement for us is being a part of an, an incredible legacy that spans back to the men who answered the call of service there at Lexington Green and Concord Bridge Amen. to those men and women doing it today. And the fact that they will never quit. That, that's what, you know, what you guys are talking about in your podcast is the definition of an American. Amen. You know. When, when, you know, Joshua Lawrence Chamberlain there at Little Round Top, out of ammunition, the, the Alabamans keep coming, and what does he do? He orders a bayonet charge. When the, uh, the Marines are surrounded uh, at Chosen Reservoir, what do they do? We got the bastards, you know, right where we want them. Yeah, we, we'll attack in every direction. When, you know, General McAuliffe in the 101st was surrounded at Bastogne and the Germans asked him to surrender, he sent a one-word response back, nuts. Okay, that's who we are. We don't quit as Americans. Colonel, you and, I, you and I talked about this, and we, I mean, this just to bring that point up. Like, we're only as strong as those men you just described. And that little episode mm-hmm. the other day with the guys on their knees, their hands behind their head, that's a bad deal. Oh, yeah. And the problem is that only people in the military recognize that. Everybody else thinks it's like, oh, that's smart. Yeah, they gave. Yeah, we got them back. Yeah, they don't understand the Pandora's box. the, the The core, the core of of America 
does not like that. You know, when we see sure. our sailors on their knees at gunpoint from, you know, Iranians, when we see riverine assault craft being turned over to Boston whalers, that's not who we are. And when we know that we have an administration with the Secretary of State that thanks the Iranians for taking care what of our that? sailors, that, that's, that's the most, you know, reprehensible stench in our nostrils. Because, oh. like I said, what defines us is that we're a bunch of arrogant mutts in the United States of America. Oh. And, and we're just, you know, a bunch of, you know, junkyard dogs that will fight you to, you know, to the end. And, sure. and we don't surrender. We don't quit. That's why when you ask me what point in time would I want to live in in history, you know, what Leonidas did and those those brave spartans did they said no retreat no surrender amen and 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 when i think about never quitting when i think about you know you guys i mean you guys navy seals you know god bless you you are a modern day spartan warriors although i will tell you i think you're just army green beret guys oh, want a pretty uniform. Dropping you just want a pretty bombs. uniform uh, we, we can so, swim yeah because we love berets we can, sir and we, we can love swim. the look of the beret <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I, mean, I, I just I, think I, you guys I, like that 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 ice cream suit. It is. Really <laughs> Cracker Jacks. Chicks dig it. They yeah. do. The chicks dig it. Hey, there's I mean, nothing you know, you better got, than being on limo. You guys got all these great movies, and we what do we have? We got stripes. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, Bill, Bill Murray is the man. All I got to say is 100 men will test today. It all started yeah, with I, that. I, yeah, but see, but see, you guys got a better marketing and PR firm now. Oh, we have Charlie well, Sheen. Not, yeah, we, have, we, we got, got Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen, man. He's an <laughs> ultimate Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> you guys oh, got oh, John, Stallone. Oh, and, I love uh, it. John Wayne. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. I mean. We can't even hold a candle to that. Chuck Norris. <laughs> He's the only man yeah, that can slam the, a revolving door. generation don't remember Chuck Norris and Delta Force. All they remember is Marcus Luttrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. They that? do. <laughs> All right, Colonel. Hey, so, look. Here's the deal. I, I, one thing I was thinking about is I, I know I know you personally, and I know the man you are and the way you carry yourself, and that's real. That's not just an act you put on and. And when you were talking about some of the stuff that you had to do, I, I remember some of the situations that we've been in. And I, I, thinking to myself, when somebody asked me for the first time, because when you're out there, you're in that, you know, you're in that mindset. But it's like, hey, look, man, I'm not sorry I'm doing this to you. I'm, I'm sorry I had to do it. That's the way it, it had. To, this has to go down, right? So that's the mentality. Like I don't have the the option to. It's not history's choice. Right. It's, it's a do necessity. This any, any other way. I yeah. mean, obviously, if you, if, if you and I are, are in this situation right now, then we're all the way to the bottom. We're at the baseline because that's what, that's what the men in the military are. We're the bottom line, right? All the lines that that's are true. drawn and people are like, you know, you cross this line, we're going to draw another line, that kind of deal. But once you get all the way down to the bottom, then you're going to have to deal with us. <laughs> Thank God. Right? I mean, Thank that's God. it. That's nothing special about us. We're just the bottom of the line. And when it, when you get down in that world, it's 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 and, fighting time. And we got to hold the line. Right. That's the key. So, Colonel, yeah. the question I got for you in terms of you're, you've gone from holding the line on the battlefield, right? You've gone from holding the line growing up in the inner cities, holding the line of the influence of your parents, holding the line. And now you're in holding the line in, in, in the political arena. You can't do it by yourself. And in the SEAL teams, we, we realize that at, you know, possibly the highest level. You realize at the highest level. So as you are holding the line, so to speak, for what America makes America great, how do you know who to surround yourself with? How do you know 
Who's going to be the teammates that are going to stand by you and help you defend that line? How do you choose those people in your life, sir? Well, first of all, you, you know, I, I know that the, the Lord of hosts is with me. You Amen. know, God before you, who can be against you? And, you know, it says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But Amen. the most important thing is to find brothers and sisters like you you guys, you know, that will, you know, once again, as it says in Ephesians uh, chapter 6, I think 10 through 18, put on that full armor. Uh, and we know what it's like. We never take our armor off. If we do, Ever. it's just to take a shower, but, you know, we'll go put it right back on. Uh, and we lock our shields. And so I'm looking for people that, you know, have that strength, have that courage, have that resolve to be able to pick that shield up. And and remember in the Greek phalanx, you know, when you you know, put your shield up with your with your left arm, it wasn't to protect you. No. It was to protect your brother. Yeah, yeah, brother. Amen. That was on the line with you. And so, you know, that's why, you know, guys like you all, you know, that's that's the, the great thing. As a matter of fact, on our website today, um, AllenBWest.com, I'm writing a little profile of one of your SEAL team brothers. His name is uh, Drago Desernian. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Drago. Tell oh, stories about yeah. that dude all day long. Legend. And I think it's just it's just an awesome story to tell, you know, at a time when you know everyone is debating about these refugees and you know how they need to be brought in America and everyone's talking about how they're entitled. You know, when you read Drago's story, epic. I mean, again, that's the story of an American. Hey, that dude fought for this. <laughs> I, I, I was over there with him in Iraq. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so I mean, I've seen what that dude's capable of. He, if anybody earned a place over here, it's him. And it's, it, the crazy part about it is, he, I mean, he looks like uh, he should be swinging an axe somewhere else, <laughs> and, right? He does, man. He's awesome. And when he was team guide up, I mean, it was intimidating. And then, because he speaks multiple languages, yeah, like highly five, intelligent. Yeah. yeah, he's brilliant. I know. That's yeah. the crazy part about it, yeah. man. He's a brilliant warrior. That That's the best kind, right? Right. I mean, but you covered yeah, it perfect, uh, Colonel. I mean, I... It's one of those deals where all, all, all of my weaknesses are covered down by uh, my my friend's strength. That, that's why they're my friends. That's how that's I, right. I pick them. I mean, and when you get into the military, I, I tell people this too. I was like, I didn't work out and hone in every one of my skills that I had for myself. I did that for my, for my boys. I mean, and, and I'll never forget when I married the boss, I, I, I told her my that's sword and shield are yours. That's what that, I mean, that, that's the Best, she had no idea what that meant at the time, but that was the, the best compliment I can give her because I lived my whole life by that code. Amen. You know, and I mean, that's, that's what that's what we do in the military, and that's kind of, I think that's the hardest part about getting out. It's not what we Finding went. That not, shit, yeah, it's yeah. not what we went through, man. Wow. It's it's the guys we went through it with. You separate us from that, yeah. and it's like, man. You know. Well, I, I think one of the things too that you know to to continue on the fight, right? And, and Marcus, you just made a good point. You. You, you learn all these amazing things. You, you get integrated into, into the culture of that warrior spirit, the culture of that camaraderie, really the, the, the fuel, the love that we share for one another. And then when you separate, it's that search for that love, right? The search for yeah. that power from each other. And, you know, and, and it, you know, but a lot of guys don't have the power of Christ in their heart. They don't have that constant perpetual love. So well, that control, that, that's what find. controls the gap. Right. Is, is your, you know, your belief in God. And you got, cause you got to lean on something because what happens is, especially when we're in, in wartime, is the boys are still working. Yes. It's nothing personal. I mean, and I, you know, I'm talking about Colonel on this one, man. It's like, hey, I want to hang out around when you call them. They're like, I can't talk. 
and you were that guy. But and the whole concept, like, well, the SEAL teams can't live without me. Yeah. <laughs> my last day, they took my ID. I couldn't get back in the cage. And I was like, okay, right. all right, man, let's go. And then it's it is it's it's one of them deals because the hardest part is our friendships are forged in bad times. Yeah, in the pain. In the pain. So those are real it friendships. And that's that's a real friendship. Yeah, that's 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 the brotherhood. I mean, that's you, you literally can call them family because you've either spilt or shed blood with them, right? Absolutely. So, Colonel, I've got a question for you. It, what would be your advice for you know those those people out there, whether it's it's the men in blue or firefighters or first responders or vets that are struggling to to find that camaraderie, that teamwork, or to find it in them themselves to go create the new platoon? What should they do? What, what what can ignite that fire in their belly to go kind of build that team again? Well, I've you know, and, and it's interesting you say that because uh, this morning I went over and spoke at the uh, roll call for the uh, precinct that you know covers our area where we live here in Dallas, and it's uh, one of the toughest areas around. I just want to let them know that we appreciate them, and I, and I think that's the most important thing is that we reach out. We find those uh, folks that we have that common bond with, and, uh, you, you know, it, it is not just about what we do when we're in uniform, when we're on duty or whatever, but it's the extension thereof. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a bigger family, and and I think that that is uh, something that we have to do. You know, this, this, this brotherhood, this band of brothers, whatever you want to call it, uh, the thin blue line, it, it extends beyond just what we do when, when we're wearing a uniform or whatever. It, it is part of our culture. It is part of our, you know, makeup, and, and I think we have to be proud of that. You know, I remember when the uh, the note came out from the Department of Defense, you know, after ISIS had made these threats against, you know, veterans and mm-hmm. things of this nature that maybe you should not have bumper stickers on. I'm like, this is a bunch of crap. Of course, <laughs> come you know, on. Because if there's, if there's one thing that I love is that, you know, when you're out on the highway and you see someone has a Marine bumper sticker, a SEAL bumper sticker, Army bumper you toot your horn. Yep. You know, you, you, you do the thumbs up. And, and see, that's what we have to continue to do is that, that little small encouragement. Yeah. If the, if the car bomb does go off and there happens to be a, a truck parked there with a Marine sticker on it, you're like, run over to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hey, stand, behind that, stand behind that dude. If, it, if, it, if ISIS gets it done and it starts happening or whatever, I mean, you kind of want to know who's who, right? I mean, we can get down that, go down that rabbit hole when you talk about phonies, people yeah. who impersonate being anything, man. There's a, there's, it's not what they're represent. They're trying to, uh, What's the word? I'm Soul Valor. Right. It's what's behind portray- it. Yeah. You know, it's not the badge. Yeah. It's what's behind it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, our police department, man, they are, they're, they're, they come from our community. They enforce laws of the community rights and they're, they're one step aggre- more aggressive than the people they have to control. Right. Absolutely. They have to be, I mean, it, it, it does fall directly on, t- on the people, man. I mean, they, we would not act like idiots sometimes, then we wouldn't need it. We them. wouldn't need it, but you got to need because yeah, there's you, evil in the you world. Need them, man. And it's I, always yeah, lurking. And when they were talking about the chess cams, I know that I, first, my first reaction was like, why? Because we had them in the military. I was like, man, why would you want to do that? But look, no one thanks them. And that, as, a, as, a, as a country, I think we kind of focus on the negative. That's one thing we don't Too do on much. this podcast, Colonel, is focus on any of the negative part of it, man. And the, co- the stuff that police officers do every day. I mean, they throw on a uniform to, to, to go deal with other people's crap. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, you want to talk about who's not a racist? It's the police. Oh, because most people don't like yeah. to deal with other people's crap at all. They just walk away, 
whatever. Everybody's that way. So someone who has to put on a badge and go deal with other people's crap every day, all day long, <laughs> probably can get along with anybody. Pretty much. You know, it has to be that way, They're right? People, people. I know. Uh, so, <laughs> but that it. comes, and granted, I, let's, this is a realistic podcast, right? I mean, you're going to find pockets of hate and discontent and racism everywhere. That's everywhere. just, that's the way it is, man. Human I mean, it's condition. ignorance. Sure. But on its overall, on its whole, man, I, I was watching the news this morning, man, talking about all these cops that have been shot and everything. I mean, you got people, you got mm-hmm. sailors on their knees with their hands behind their back, and then our police department, our police officers are getting are shot. Under assault. What, what's up? I mean, it's time. We- <laughs> so I love the fact that you went in and you delivered that positive message. And I think what what's really cool, Colonel West, is is I love how you you're always out there, and and I, I'm a big follower. You know, it, it was. You know, when I first got to know your friend, our mutual friend, Mark Yano down in Florida, and he was yeah. like, he was like, man, you, you got to meet Colonel West. You guys would hit it off. You guys ought to ride motorcycles. Cause you know, I live right down in Boca Raton and, and, uh, and, and he was just like, man, you guys would be great. And I, and I go, well, I'm a huge fan. And, and he goes, well, you know, why? And I said, well, because he's always telling a positive message. Right. Yeah. He's he's got there's some he's calling out negative people, which is the reality of life. Well, he's just, he doesn't bitch about it. it. When you call somebody out, if you're giving them the way to, to fix the problem, it, totally. it's different than someone and, just sitting on there bitching about the problem. Totally. And, and one of the things I love about how you do it is you recognize that there are huge hurdles in life. Right. There's always going to be pain, but you always got to put it in a way in a context that say, hey, the pain is good. It sharpens your edge. And it prepares you for battle. So, in your life right now, as you're making, you know, as you're still in the fight, what are you focused on in the bigger picture? What you know, what is coming up in your future that the fight you're going to get into, and 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 what you know, what are you willing to endure? Well, I mean, you you're willing to endure whatever is is necessary to restore this great nation to what it, our founding fathers intended it to be. When you have people that are clearly taking it down a different path, all you have to do is look down the road to Venezuela and see where it could end up. And we don't want to see that happen here. I saw that? You know, I, I, I'm enjoying being, you know, in Texas. I've been here since uh, February of last year. I'm working at a conservative free market policy center, uh, National Center for Policy Analysis, as there's executive director and the most important thing for me is to educate and inform the american people to let them know that they don't have to listen to the you know trite little sound bites from politicians who all they want to do is capture their electoral patronage uh because they, that's where they get their power from the mm-hmm. power is with each and every one of us as Amen. american citizens and we need to exercise that and we need to get you know these folks to realize that you know you work for us you don't work for yourself you don't work for these special interests. And uh, I see so many of our countrymen suffering right now with the, the lack of economic growth, when we see the onerous uh, means by which this government is instituting regulation after regulation. I mean, here we have this great nation with all the debt, all the deficits, what's going on in the, the energy sector, what's going on with you know Russia, China, Absolutely. Iran, North Korea, Islamic jihadism, and they're talking about bathrooms. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, for it's the life nuts. of me, I mean, I hate to tell you, people aren't sitting down at their table talking about, well, you know, if Johnny thinks that he's Jane, <laughs> well, he should be able to go to any bathroom he wants. You know, I, I mean, I'm oh, all for that. What do you gosh. think, dear? That is not what people are no. talking about. 
No, yeah, they're, they're not. talking about better education opportunities. They're talking about feeling safe. They're talking about if they're in the inner city, the rise of crime. But here we've got a government talking about bathrooms and talking about fairness and fair share. Well, you know what? Life sucks. It ain't fair. You know, if, if life were fair, I would have been a six foot five black guy that could do a 360 slam dunk. But I couldn't. Right. Okay. Right. I'm five foot nine. I'm 216 pounds. But what beats in my heart is this country. And that's what we need. We need to restore American patriotism. That's that's what we have to do. And that's that's why I'll continue to fight and I'll continue to, you know, use this God given platform that I have. I'll continue to try to do my best to encourage others to do the exact same thing because the greatness of America is that we pass on a better country to our subsequent generations. And we can't be the first generation that passes on less. I know Marcus is not going to do that for his children. I know you're not going to do that for yours, and I sure as hell am not going to do that to my two daughters. Well, I got a question for you then. And, and you talk about education. And we believe that too. That's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why Marcus and I said, hey, what's the way that we can affect people's lives the best? And that's why we got these microphones stuffed in our face. And, and we're trying to spread this positive message of, of, hey, man, you can learn the never quit you know, mentality yourself by listening to people such as yourself, Colonel. What is, in your mind, what do people need to do, the American people, what do they need to do to properly educate themselves on where the future needs to go? Uh, We need to go back and read, you know, what makes us who we are, our founding documents. I mean, you've seen those interviews, the man on the street, whatever you want to call it, Waters World, what have (laughs) you. I mean, yeah, it's appalling. We don't teach civics. I mean, we spend more time, you know, with with people that are teaching how bad America is instead of how great America is. And if you don't know from whence you came, you will never know where you are. You certainly won't understand where you need to go. So the, the Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Papers, the Constitution, we need to teach people that. We need to teach people about rugged individualism you know i always tell folks that back you know in the day when this country was expanding you know moving out west and they came up to these great rivers being at the the tennessee the mississippi the ohio whatever no one stopped to say who's going to come build us a bridge <laughs> okay they, 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 they said, we're going to figure this sucker out you know and and and, and that's the greatness of who we are and now we are becoming a society where we're sitting around. You, you know, one of the most cancerous things that happened in America was when some adults came up with this stupid idea that they thought would, you know, build up the self-esteem of kids called the participation trophy. Ah. And so uh, now hey, you know the great part about that is all the, all the head shrinkers are they, turning they that around. the participation yeah. trophy. Right? Uh, all that. the psychiatrists, yeah. right? I, I've been reading up on that, too. And they, all the, the younger psychiatrists coming up are saying that was the worst idea that, that we ever, we ever just had. A huge ever study had. just came out that said it was the yeah. worst idea ever. And, and you know what I relate that to? The funniest thing is, is Colonel, we're both in our uh, retina are 18 Delta medics. And I re- kind of correlate a lot of that stuff with CPR. <laughs> Because yeah. when you got in, it was what is it? it was three three breaths, ABC, yeah, right, three breaths, yeah. five yeah. compressions, yeah, and then yeah. it went to Fair fifteen way. compressions, yeah. yeah, and and two breaths. It was emergency paramedicine right. from the eighties, and now it's just hey man, just smash on his chest, <laughs> the air will go pump in there, hard pump fast, right? I mean, it, 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 sometimes we're at the detriment to our own country. We we implement this stuff before we test it, and and it's kind of like oh, sure. partic- participation trophy. What what 
What does that mean? Of course he's participating. Hey, That's look, why he's hey, out come here. Come on, come on. Hey guys, come on. You know this whole, you know, trident thing, everybody should be able to get a trident. Oh, right. <laughs> We're heading about on the come internet. Come on. What are y'all thinking? You know, oh. hey, you know what, what do you mean? You know, a, a range of tap? Come on. They, they, they deserve it. Yeah. It doesn't mean. Well, all right. So let me ask you a question then. All right. So we see this happening and, and I've, you know, I've done a lot of research. I write kids books too. And I've done a lot of research on child development and I'm, I'm under the same thing as you, you know, about 1973 to 75, everything started sh- switching and, you know, some huge uh, litigation in, in 89, 90 that took power away of discipline in our school systems. Where are the positive lights out there, Colonel? Where, tell me who, where you see, because I know you travel this country, you're in front of audiences, yeah. you're, you're connected in, in, the, in the most positive. Where are those positive lights that are having a great impact on the country? Well, I think the positive light is in each and every one of us. You know, growing up down south, we used to sing this little song in Sunday school, This Little Light of Mine, I'm Going to Let it. it Shine. And and I believe that if we can have individuals that go back and talk about individualism and talk about, you, you know, really that sovereignty that we have as American citizens instead of this collectivism, then we will see that light come together like, you know, it, it has before. So what, what I see that really does encourage me is that, especially young people, I'm seeing a lot of young people that I know that we see the folks that are always on the TV, you know, <laughs> I want this, yep. I want that, but, you know, behind the scenes, there are a lot of young people out there saying, you know, I, I want a better America. You know, I, I want the America that you guys had that enabled you to, to get to, you know, where you are. And, and I don't want you guys to cheat me out of this legacy that, that I should be inheriting. I, I don't feel entitled. I want to earn I, it. I do want I want to earn it. And, and so it's just the same as you see the young men that, that are still coming in saying, I, I want to earn that trident. You know, I know what people are saying. I want to earn that ranger tab. You know, I know what, you know, politicians or whatever are saying, but I don't believe in that. I, I want, I want tough standards. I want to be part of something that, that is elite. And, and, you know, I wrote a piece recently about how the folks out there in the San Francisco Bay Area are, you know, <laughs> cheering on the Golden State Warriors to, you know, be a repeat champion and everything like that but yet you look at who the type of people they vote for so why is it that we have people that they want a championship team and for their city but yet they don't want a championship country and so i think that you know slowly but surely we got to start questioning people's motives and 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 their principles but i i see that light you know kind of being you know rekindled in people all across this country you know they're they're more you know god loving freedom loving people in this country than than folks would, would would tend to believe and i will tell you who especially understands it like i say people like drago who came from countries where they didn't have freedom at all. And they came here, they came here to these shores because they said, this is the last best hope for mankind, as Abraham Lincoln said. Yep. And when they see that opportunity slipping away, those are the ones that are standing up and fighting. You, you look at a lot of these Eastern Europeans that are coming, that have come here. They're like, uh-uh, you know, we're, we're not giving this up because we, we ran to get away from this mess. So, uh, the Venezuelans who ran away from that mess down there that we see unfolding. So there are people that are, that are making the stand and uh you know i'm heading out like i say to colorado uh this weekend and then over to the panhandle in destin florida they're americans that they know what they want yes they and, do. and i think they know what they want 
Or you never hear them say. I mean, they, that's the thing is most most of them are busy working and earning and living and loving life. Grinding, they, they grinding. right? That just kind of well. One of the yeah, things, they don't get paid to protest. No, right. no. And and what they want is they want that positive hope to be real, right? They want that whole, of course. You know, and, and so it, it, what I love too is, and and we'll, we're gonna. That's the last question for this segment. And don't worry, we're gonna get into the lessons you learn and how you how you go about your daily routine and those little things that make difference in the after action support here in a second. But the last question I really want to ask you is is in your future and what's coming and and what you know do you is there a place for you can we is there an opportunity where we might see you back in the political ring right where we can get behind you and and, i mean is there is that in your idea i mean do you have any desire to go back to that because man i tell you what colonel west we you know to have a competent leader up in in dc would really make a huge difference is that on in your your front sight at all God knows that. You know, I when I was asked to come here and be a part of this organization in October 2014, I would have never known. When, you know, I made the decision that I did in Iraq, and, you know, I thought that I was going to continue on and, and be out there as some of my peers, one-star, two-star general. God put me on a different path. So so we don't know. But the most important thing is always to be willing and obedient Amen. To, to be a servant of God and country. And, and I don't try to move the chess pieces in my life. How uh, long did it take... How long did it take you to learn that, though? You know, my dad, you know, had a saying. He said, uh, "Never read your own press and never drink your own tub water." You know, <laughs> just stay, just stay humble. And, uh, yep. and, and that's that's been a guiding, you know, principle for me. And so I, I don't try to, you know, elevate myself or, you know, position myself. I just, if it's meant to be, it, it will happen. Awesome. Well, sir, thank you so much. It's just, it's such a privilege to have you on. I mean, Marcus, you know, you, you were spot on getting the colonel on, bringing the colonel on. And, and it's just such a privilege to, to hear your clarity, to hear your purpose, um, to hear you and to see your conviction every day. Cause I, you know, at a lower level, I understand the grind. You and Marcus are out there influencing so many millions of people. And, and for that, I'm grateful, sir. And I'm also grateful you coming on and, and expressing your faith and your, your your commitment to this country it's just such a privilege so thank you sir well no problem no well, and let me close by saying this when, when you talk about never quit and and i want your listeners to go to romans chapter five and read verses three through five because the the whole thing about never quitting this is how paul wrapped it up he said that you know trials and tribulations produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character produces hope and he's not talking about the hope in man, but he's talking about the hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I think that's the essence of never quitting. Because when you quit, you will never develop perseverance. When you quit, your character will never grow. And when you quit, you will never have hope. Wow. Mm-hmm. A- amen. Oh. That's all I got. How about you, Marcus? All right. Tune in for the after actions because it's going to be a doozy. God bless you, Colonel. Right. Take care. God keep. Later, guys. We're out. Marcus, when 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 I hear a quote like that, and I listen to a man like that, you know, it just makes me kind of put things in perspective in my own life about 
direction and purpose and that desire to want to be a better man and stand up for what I believe in. Does it do the same for you? When you learn a lot of stuff is when you're sitting in the times when you're not paying attention to it. Meaning, like, I remember always learning the most when I was sitting on the porch with my granddad or my dad and, you know, Right, rocking back and forth. Granddad had the beer in his hand. Grandma was shelling peas. I could play it out in my head because I could hear it and I could smell. I had all that stuff going on. That's when you really remember the stuff, right? You ever been around somebody when they start? This guy's not even in the. He's not even here. I know. I, I know. I don't. I mean, when he rattled that off, I just kind of sat. I was shot back to that porch moment when someone's telling me something that I that was just powerful. Normally, wouldn't be like even if I'm barely listening to it. I mean, I'm hearing it. Yeah. Maybe that's the best way I should say it. There's some things people say, whether you're listening or whether you hear it, it goes in. And it, Just because of the way they said it, it, it you know what I'm talking about? And sometimes it takes a person to say a certain phrase a, a certain way for that one to touch you, right? For that one to make, in yeah, your to make brain. sense to love it. the voice, the way he said it. I mean, my, man, my godfather, I remember he could tell story. God, he's one of them guys, just listen to him talk for days. Right. Because he just had that big belly laugh and the way he looked like a Santa Claus rolling in a seat. And you can tell. <laughs> and the, in my family, it's lineages. We're all adventurers. So, right. I mean, so were my dad's crew. So, I mean, this one, he, he goes, I was, I was the only you know, American to ever work in the stables for the Queen of England. I had to go down there and look out for a horse. You only need some old redneck to come down there. <laughs> so, you know, he starts going off. Man. Right, goes, right, right. And I'll tell you what. And, and, and then they, the best part about it is when you got older and you ventured out on your own, you could call him and be like, hey, I'm jammed up in blah, 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 yeah, Texas, yeah. and I don't know where I'm at. And this is before GPSs and maps. And you could call my dad or any one of the men in my family and they'd, and they'd be, be like, right there. hey, it's all right. I got you. By the way, there's a great steakhouse. You ain't going to believe two miles the right. other direction. You passed it because you can't see it because that barn's there burned down. Right. And they know that because they've been there. Right. You know what I'm talking about? And a guy, that, a person who's been around, the, who's seen yeah, things. Siri can tell you yeah. everything. All right. <laughs> but you, she ain't been anywhere. Right. Alexa can tell me everything when I pull her up downstairs and, and sing me the songs and stuff like that, man. But I want, I'm what was always one of them guys. I wanted to, if I couldn't be there, I wanted to hear the guy tell me in who his was word. there? And his words and how what that felt like. And, and that's what Alan did today. I mean, he yeah, really man, told kind of us. Hammer, to, I mean, the story, I went to that place. He must. He believed that. He 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 does. And he's believe he's it. been around and experienced. Is my point with where I was going with yeah, that. Absolutely. I, I got no. on my family, but bottom line is is that that's that's powerful, man. When you have a man who's obviously that's instilled in him when he delivers that to you, man. That's he, that's him straight up telling you this this works. This is how this goes. Well, and that's I think the key to the interview that we just had with this great man is that, you know, this guy believes in the things he says. And it's been over the course of his life and how he was raised and where he grew up and his service in the time, his service in the country, the decisions he had to make in that service, that the you know, the the inquiry he had to go through, his shift into politics. Right, the the way that the the other party came after him and got him out of politics, his conviction in that, his conviction to uphold the Constitution, and most importantly, what I hear out of this man is his conviction to his faith, and 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 that's the driving focus behind his ability to never quit, to it stay in the put, fight. All everybody, look at the, across the board. Everybody we have on here, there's a pattern, right? It's a big pattern. Yeah. And I'm hopefully the listeners are starting to hear how, how diverse are, is our 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 guests. life. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All across. Yep. Everything there's a the, the, that short pattern, that short list pattern is right there. Right? And I and that's what I think makes the show so amazing. And that's why I hope that the listeners today on this one, I hope you recognize that yes, 
You are unique. You are different. But there's a commonality within the human condition that connects us all. And it's that intimate, deep desire, that burning need to achieve something in the face of adversity. And it's called the never quit attitude. But you need to work on it. You need to push yourself. You have to have strong convictions, desires, principles, purpose. You have to have a great crew around you. And you have to be willing, like Marcus says, in the moment, to be able to sit back and hear somebody telling you something powerful that stays with you forever. And I'll back it up even more than that. I mean, I get the willingness and the friends and everything, and that comes a lot. Of, some of the people around here, man, they ain't got all that. You're looking for a way to start before that. I, that's where I was always at because I was little bitty. And so, man, I would actually, everybody bags on me for how much that my cartoons and uh, yeah, TV that I watch like that. But I get fired up by seeing something. If I didn't have, if that's how I could see great people do great things, that's what I needed. And then on top of that, all I did was just get up and go try and do it. And didn't quit. That's it, man. That's all I ever had going for me. I was a, and a, no talent. I just showed up. And you know as well as I do, I was just so damn happy to be there doing something. You with always the, had the smile on your face. No matter man. how bad it sucked, man. I right. would just be like, all right, where else am I going to be? I don't yeah. got nothing going on. And that's the problem. People just like, yeah, you know, I could be doing And I could be doing that too. You don't think when we're going through all that madness the that pain, we're thinking back. that My brother, our boys, yeah. right? They're like, oh, my friends are probably out having a great time. <laughs> you know, warm. Somebody Dry. Just, yeah, laughing. <laughs> we are out here in this. In, in the, the suck. suck dude. And I'll, I'll never forget when we first graduated from all that, man. Right. And they were like, hey, it's usually when you go home for the first time and someone talks about what. Well, what they did when yeah. you were in training. Right, right. And you're like, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, yeah, mine sucked. I, yeah, let me tell you what I was doing. I was in a mud flash with my boys. <laughs> Getting crushed. <laughs> Getting crushed. Working on that never quit mentality. Well, listen. Yeah, I guess that's how some of us have to learn. Well, and I think that's what Or be tested. Maybe I shouldn't say it like that. Or maybe I should. No, you were. Because you got to look at it. The way, right? Get, right. And I think that's important to you. It doesn't matter how you look at it. Are you getting crushed or are you being tested? Yep. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And don't think, hell. And you can get. I went both ways for me all the time. There'd be times I was out there. I was like, oh, yeah. That meaning, I'm good. But then when we started getting our nuts stepped on, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> and that's when I reached out and looked around for the boys. For I'm the like, boys yeah, locked man. in arms. And, 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 that's, and that's what Colonel West is talking about, man. Because where we got to make sure that our listeners today, right now, here in this show, that you know you're going to be in situations where the choices are tough, they're hard, but if you make the right decision based on your faith, based on your effort. All that, right? That's when it comes flowing in. That's the state we're talking about. That is the never quit mindset. Once you develop that, man, you know when you're going against it. No matter, and, and the problem is, is times change so rapidly that once you, once you've grown up right, right. and taught yourself the, the moral basics of everything. Or right? been taught by the right teachers. Correct. Yeah. And, and how, do we, how do we test that? Life. The hardship of life. Not right. easy. So the, the, you the, get people jammed up in a society that has progressed or digressed around a situation that, you, that you've learned from multiple times. That's the beauty about being human and being an American, right? Right. Right, right now, right now that's bullshit. 
<laughs> 10 years from now, it's going to be like, that's great. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I love that about us, man. We're forever changing. And that's what I love about this show, man, is because we don't make opinion. You know, all this stuff is rooted in experience, right? You got these people coming on, all the, the wasteful, all the other shows can harp on the negativity and and he said this and she should do this well this is the moral high ground and all this that's not what we're doing here now man. we're just we're, telling you how you got the kicked real in the, world yeah, man, you got kicked in the face and getting and pushing through that and sometimes man you're gonna make decisions that the other dude wouldn't but guess what man the other dude wasn't there <laughs> oh you know you were yeah and if, if you if you if you start think man and run your your, your baseline on somebody else's you you don't have one no how do you man you you could fall forever, right? Keep falling for the rest of your days. You eventually got to I mean, stand that's, for that's, something. Yeah, I mean, mentally you could, and physically you fuck, man. But if you don't have a your own baseline, which I your don't know moral, how that would be possible. But I guess some people have been broken happens. down. Sure. If you go down, man, start watching some cartoons. Man. You know, <laughs> rebuild your body, rebuild yourself back up to the to when you remember when it was strong, right? Right. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever's got a hold of you and twisted your ass so much where you don't have one of those. Reset. You're trying to. Yep. That's all I got. I'm rambling, dude. No, right. no, you're not. Let me help you. Let me help you out, brother. Nah, hey, let, yeah, pull me home. Let me bro. help you out. What Marcus is saying to you right now is there going to be times in your life where you get twisted, where you lose your you lose your way, you lose the your your direction in life. And what Colonel West and what's the story of Sam Adams is all telling you, what we're sharing with you right now, that you can get back on that that path, that focus, that that straight and narrow if you just believe in what's right. You believe in the ideas and principles that made America great. You believe in the ideas and principles that made, you know, Judeo-Christian believes great. You believe in those ideas that whatever your faith and you're strong in, the people around you, your team, that you believe in that, you're going to persevere. You're going to have hope. And I'll tell you what. No way it can't happen. And you, No way it can't happen unless it kills you. And then you're dead anyways. And that's, right? and that's never quitting. That's it. So we're, we're, we're you know, I, we're going to end this episode. And I'm, I'm totally thankful for, you know, everything that I've experienced in my life. All those people who taught me the beauty of what America represents from a constitutional standpoint to the fight that's been made to make America, to keep old glory in the sky. I want to thank all my teammates that I served with. You know, I want to thank Marcus and, and the wizard here for helping us bring this message to the world. I want to thank my family, my wife, my two beautiful kids. And I want to thank God, especially. Because without God and without Christ in my heart, I would have lost that baseline many, many times. But today, because of that, I'm strong and I'm here and I'm going to stand up for what's right. Marcus? Sure, brother. Thank God for, for giving me all my abilities. Uh Thank my friends for helping me find them. Thank you for the boss for giving me everything, my kids, and this, this wonderful place that I call heaven, and, and, and having the ability to hang out with, with you and and making a difference, because that's what it's at. That's what we like to say here, man. We're just ordinary people who got in, in extraordinary situations, and we're connecting each and every one of us through those, right? Amen. Some form of way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right, man, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs>